Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gridcoin Fireside here on the Gridcoin Discord server. Today is September 28th. We're talking about adding folding at home to the Gridcoin network as an incentivized, essentially, Boink project. More about that in a little bit. You can join us uh, essentially every Tuesday, every other Tuesday and Friday here on the Discord server. We'll record a live discussion about Gridcoin, whether it's a technical discussion like today will be, or a more philosophical discussion about why the hell are we building this thing uh, on Fridays. So Tuesdays are technical, Friday is more philosophical. Uh, the next discussion will be this Friday, October 1st at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. The following discussion will be next in, in two Tuesdays, October 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, where we'll be having another technical discussion. So like I said, we're talking about folding at home, building a folding at home adapter for the Gridcoin network. Uh, we don't have any devs with us, but Jim just popped in before the recording to um, essentially tell me what to say. <laughs> so I will hopefully do it justice. Anyone in the chat, please uh, correct me when I butcher his words. Um, so really quick, folks, we've been talking about adding the folding at home network into the Gridcoin's uh, incentivization structure for a very long time. Uh, at this point, I think most people that I know of uh, and most chat I've seen on that subject um, is in the affirmative for doing this. Uh, there was even a poll on it several a long time ago uh, put out by developer Sai who says he really like this is one of the next things he really wants to work on uh and, and that poll passed with flying colors right so it's a generally agreed upon by the network uh if you're in the network already you can zone out for a second anyone not in the network we want to add it because it's just folding at home is the largest supercomputer in the world essentially uh it is a giant distributed computing network they they were not as big as they were before COVID, they blew up during the search for a vaccine uh, or and the exploration period of the, the coronavirus, right? Uh, they got corporate sponsors and uh, went from a small number of flops to multiple exaflops of processing power, which is distributed computing. Take that as you will. But they are a um, protein folding centered and specific project run out of Stanford. Um, they've been doing good work for just short of the same amount of time as Boink has been doing good work. So they're related but different, right? Boink is an open infrastructure. Anyone can build a Boink project and do distributed computing through the Boink network, the Boink infrastructure. Uh, and that means you have protein folding projects like Psydoc, like um, Rosetta at home, like some of the projects run out of World Community Grid and GPU Grid. But you also have projects like Minecraft at home that's working on, on doing fun stuff with Minecraft. Uh, you have projects that are, are doing um, astronomy. Uh, <laughs> I always want to say astrology. <laughs> but, you know, searching the cosmos for neutron stars and and all that fun stuff, Asteroids at Home, um, Milky Way at Home, Universe at Home. Uh, you've got projects that are like sensor projects, Radioactive at Home, uh, I think Earthquake at Home. There's one that does earthquakes, I think. Uh, you've got Weather Projects, ClimatePrediction.net, Africa Rainfall, blah, blah, that comes out of World Community Grid. Um, and you've got math projects, Prime Grid, um, it's a big example. We'll just leave it there. And you've got engineering projects. You've got projects from any field you can think of where you can create 
work for a distributed community network, right? That's what Boink is. Folding at home, boom, protein folding. That's it. Do and done. You can't make your own folding at home project. You have to go through the folding at home admins to get your application, to get your work units into that network. And it's a giant network. Again, it's huge. It's bigger than all of Boink combined. Um, but again, it's very specialized. So we think that adding it to the network would bring a bunch, adding it, adding folding at home to the Gridcoin network as an incentivized project would bring a bunch of pluses and very few negatives. Uh, it would, would bring a lot of attention to Gridcoin and we'd be incentivizing one of the largest distributing computing networks in the world, hopefully getting more crunching done for the tasks that uh, folding at home has out there. And you know who knows what the result of that will be. Uh, it doesn't have to be finding another vaccine for the coronavirus. They do other stuff too, right? Uh, who knows if they're going to find like a cure for HIV or 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 whatever. Uh, so it's it's good for both worlds. We've actually uh, reached out to the person who runs uh, folding at home, and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead, do it. We don't really care. It would be awesome." Um, they they're all for more science getting done. They're all for science education and participation, getting more people involved in this process of distributing computing uh, towards a scientific end. Um, so that's why we want to add it to the network. There's of course a as long as that was a longer and more complex answer to that if you want to talk more about the pros and cons about adding folding at, around folding at home around adding folding at home to the gridcoin network it's an incentivized project join the community in some way whichever way you feel most comfortable and talk about it bring up the question and uh you know people from all around the world all different walks of life will answer you so that's that all right so the way that i understand that this would work uh, the way that Sai has described it and the way that Jim has described it to me is it would be an adapter, um, basically a Boink adapter for folding at home. So we, we want to visualize essentially folding at home being another Boink project when we think about how it would be added to the Boink network. It has no, um, we don't need to code anything into the core of Gridcoin. So there would be no mandatory update. There would be no... That's basically the big thing, right? It, it's basically just building a Boink project that operates as an adapter that can connect a CPID to the way that Folding at Home verifies individuals. Uh, so a user would sign up for the Folding at Home quote-unquote Boink project, and by doing that, they would be getting incentivized for their work at Folding at Home. They would uh, GRC would be allocated to that Folding at home project in the same way it's allocated to other Boink projects. Uh, there's a, we'll touch on this very quickly because this has to do with the economics. It's not a big technical thing, but the the so the way that folding at home would be incentivized is the same way as uh, any other Boink project. It would be one over n of the GRC in an ideal scenario, one over n of the uh, GRC distributed two Boink projects per day. N would include all Boink projects and folding at home folding at home would be considered part of N. Uh, that's how many GRC folding at home would get per day. And then that GRC would be distributed to its crunchers proportional to how much work they do relative to one another. Um, in the future, you know, as we start exploring changes to the magnitude system, and uh, the magnitude system, of course, being the, G the way GRC is distributed from the protocol to people crunching approved Boeing projects, um, we might want to consider how we... How, how all these different platforms work together. Because, you know, ideally in the future, we'll be adding more platforms, not just Boink and Folding at Home, but maybe more and more as more distributed computing networks come up. 
and other things you might want to incentivize in the future that are science related. You know, you could have distributed computing, we could have grant systems, and how do we want to proportion the amount of GRC minted by the protocol and distributed to these goals, to these these products, essentially products of science, uh, in the long term. For the short term, it's simplest just to think of folding at home, the folding at home adapter, as a just like another Boink project. So it's the same um, issues with adding a Boink project come up with adding folding at home to the Gridcoin network, which is the centralization issue. And really, this isn't a big problem. We've gone through it many, many times with all the Boink projects that are approved on the network. The Boink admins, the, the project admin for any Boink project has control of the stats and they can fudge it however they want, whenever they want. You know, and, and when they do that, they, there's a possibility of cheating going on. But the way our network is set up in the distribution of GRC, there's a limit to how much they can actually manipulate stuff because of the one over N situation. And they don't want to. Why do they want to ruin their Boink project? Right. So it, the more reputable and longstanding Boink projects are more, the more reputable and longstanding a Boink project, the more likely it is to be added into the network through a vote. Uh, because the more likely people are to trust it. Um, I think people trust Folding at Home. It's been around for, like I said, almost as long as Boink, and it's run by very reputable people in the space. Uh, they have no reason to start fudging their data just because they can get a few more GRC for doing it. Uh, in the same way, you know, we trust people who run Boink projects off their computers and their closets, so there's no there's no real risk here. There, there is, like saying there is no real risk is not genuine there's a very small risk right it's very unlikely that uh i would argue it's even less likely for folding at home to cheat than world community to cheat and world community grid is not going to cheat <laughs> all right so uh going through the points that jim made me uh jim told me to talk about the, the adapter is not going to be coded into the core the adapter is not is, is going to act just like a boink project essentially uh, and the adapter, because it's not going to be coded into the core, doesn't need to be in C++. It can be coded in any language anyone wants to develop. So just because Sai said this is the next thing he wants to do doesn't mean someone else can't come in and help him or just can't build the thing themselves. If you have the capability and the desire, uh, I would recommend talking to Sai first, but you are more than welcome to try and build this thing. It would be pretty cool. People would love you, and you'd probably get GRC for it, almost undoubtedly. Um, but check with Sai first. Um, just a second, sighted puppies. Uh, the only issue that there is not a solution to so far is that we have to figure out a way. Well, let me phrase it in the way that Alex actually asked in the chat. So the way this would work, the, the way the adapter work is um, a user with beacon for CPI, CPIDX says folding at home user ID Y is mine. And the question is, all right, how do we authenticate that? Uh, that's the issue that has not been solved completely yet. The thinking, from my understanding so far, is that we would have to tap into the Folding at Home API, which we're pretty sure exists, uh, and we think is a private API, so we'd have to ask them. But from what I understand from conversations months, if not years ago, they're very open to this, and if they trust who's asking for the API stuff, they'll, they'll give it to you. Folding at Home, that is. Um, so that might be solved, might not be. If you have any ideas on how to authenticate um, CPID matching, folding at home ID, uh, feel free to reach out to Sai or Jim. Um, and that's really it. Yeah. Other than that, it just comes down to how much uh, does the network want this development done over any other development? Um, this is 
in my opinion, one of the more important developments that we could produce in the near term. Um, Alex, we'll get to that question in a second. Um, the the other um, development that Jim wants to know specifically about whether people want folding at home or this other development is MRC, manual rewards claim, which is a way to make it so people can claim rewards by the, with the click of a button. Uh, I personally think folding at home is more powerful development because it's not a mandatory uh, and it <laughs> we use this all the time. We don't mean to, it folds in such a larger uh, community into our own. Who knows what's going to come out of that? Uh, we could get more people looking at Gridcoin who want to help develop it uh, and then help develop MRC. You know, when you develop MRC, you're helping our existing user base. When you uh, develop the folding at home adapter, you're de- helping our existing user base and potentially growing our current user base um, quite a bit, right? Again, largest supercomputer in the world, largest distributed computing network in the world, one of the largest internet communities in the world, to be frank. So I, I think there's a lot of potential that can come with building folding at home. But uh, this is where other people need to speak up. What do they think should be developed first, manual rewards claim or folding at home adapter? Um, yeah, that's that. So Alex, your question is, are there any non-Boink projects aside from folding at home that are proposed for been proposed for inclusion with an adapter not in an official way um but the way gridcoin is built we can um build an adapter for literally literally anything one of the best out there examples i've heard from the community is um just using races like like a foot race you know half marathon marathon um we can actually incentivize those in the same way we incentivize Boink projects. We would ask the race leaders to submit to us their leaderboard, and we would put that, make an adapter essentially, as a, as a project. We would put that into the approved list, and they would get a proportion of the protocol minted GRC. So I don't think we should personally do that one, but it's an example of we're capable, this technology is capable of adding of incentivizing any project or event with a leaderboard. That's it. So it can be a one-time thing. Sure, you can use a RAIN protocol. Anyone can use a RAIN protocol. Or we could, or the RAIN function, the RAIN mechanism. But we can also put a lot of stuff just straight into the protocol, which is why in the economic side, we might want to, in the future, think about building different uh, tier, not tiers, because it's not tiered magnitude, different sort of realms of protocol. Uh, distribution. So maybe some GRC minted per day is distributed to distributed computing networks. Some GRC minted per day is distributed to grant production. When some GRC per, minted per day is distributed to foot races, you know, or bike races. I don't care. Swimming. You like swimming? We'll do that. Fish tank building. <laughs> is there a leaderboard for fish tank building? I don't know. But that's the, the point is you can build different realms of uh, distribution for the currency because it ties this, this concept ties back into what gridcoin is which is just a currency secured by cryptography minted by a protocol which is um, controlled by computer code which is open source the distribution of that code or er, er, the distribution of that currency is also controlled by that code so how it's distributed is a huge part of the economic network you know it is the United States economic network going to mint one trillion dollar coin just to distribute to the government so it can continue running? Who knows, right? 
Well, with cryptocurrency, there is no question like that. It's developed by open source. It's controlled by open source code. We all know how much is being minted and where it's being distributed. And no one can essentially create their own black swan event um, to to control anything. You know, it has to go through the comments process. More stability in economics, more stability in financial systems. All this shit comes with cryptocurrency, and Gridcoin's focused on the science part of it. So that's the ramble for the day. <laughs> um and also a quick summary of what we're thinking um with regards to adding folding at home to the incentivization mechanism the incentivization structure of the gridcoin system um i think in the future there are going to be many distributed computing networks some private some public and i think we can incentivize them all and i think this is why it's also critical for gridcoin to think beyond just distributed computing um when it comes to what we do with our currency, which is why I often talk about science production. The research done from science, um, the research done with science can produce things of value. And if we can be the network that funds the production of those things of value, that means the network is of value. Um, that That is the direction I think we should be going in the future. For the time being, distributed computing produces things of value. If we're the ones who incentivize distributed computing, we're producing things of value. Our network has value. But I think that's going to become a crowded field in the not-too-distant future. Um, All right. Any other questions about adding folding at home to our incentivization structure? One concern is it's not really a concern. Um, One question I have is what would the addition of such a giant project do to the network in terms of magnitude, sort of currency distribution? And on an economic scale, if we start distributing like 0.1 GRC for uh, essentially a work unit done on folding at home because there's just so many people crunching that project and claiming GRC, what does that do to the value of GRC? Would those crunchers, uh, and in addition, would those crunchers recognize the magnitude the one over n structure we have for magnitude distribution and as a result gridcoin distribution would those crunchers go to different boink projects as well different incentivized projects there's a lot we could study in human behavior when it comes to combining money with distributed computing by adding folding at home a giant distributed computing network with essentially infinite number of people (laughs) uh anything else Alex, if you can think of any other distributed computing networks to add, um, do it. <laughs> I'm wondering, is Moo Wrapper um, an adapter? Would you call Moo Wrapper an adapter, right? Because it's. I wonder if what Sai wants to build with folding at home. I wonder if that should be a wrapper uh, instead of an adapter. I don't know. I don't know what the terminology would be. Yeah. All right. So to wrap it up, guys, if uh, anyone wants to help Sai and Jim put this thing together, reach out to them. Uh, you're saying Yo-Yo at Home is one of the ones that runs Moo Wrapper. Yeah, but they just run the work units from Moo, right? It's not like you're trying to get the ID from another network and not the work units. Yeah, so it is a difference. Okay, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Um, Yeah, if anyone wants to help Sire Jim build this thing, by all means, (laughs) help. (laughs) Um, You can catch them on Discord or on Slack. Um, just say hi, let them know what you want to help with. Otherwise, guys, we'll see you on Friday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. I might have the the tutorial ready to get going, but probably not at this rate. (laughs) We'll see.
<laughs> Otherwise, guys, have a great week. We'll see you on Friday.